0: The last thing we were discussing was uh, the Mishnah at the bottom of Sadi Hayat Amud Bet. A person is allowed to stand in one reshut and carry another issue by putting his hand out there. We saw in the Gemara that Rav taught Hayyab uh, rav in front of Rav differently. He thought it would be like Rabi Meir and it's not true. And the Mishnah later on is going to be like Rabi Meir. This Mishnah is like Rabbanana and you're allowed to. And with that we are starting Sadi Teh Amud Aleph. Where it says second line in. As long as you don't take whatever you have, you don't move it out of four amot. Now the Gmaw wants to understand. Ha Hatat means if I moved it for Amot, it would be like moving anything else in beam uh, for amot and hayav hatat. So the Gemara says, Maybe this helps. A person moves something from one uh, from one side of four Amot to the other side of four Amot. In the meantime, you moved it upwards from 10th Fahim off the ground. You still have to give a Korban hatat because it, you moved something for Amot. Even if you took it in a place where it's Patur, so my answer is no. Mikatanet hayavhatat imotzi hayavhatat. Who says that if you took it out you'd be hayavhatat? Dima, what it means? Maybe it means imotzi patura valasur. There's no proof to Rava. Now Ika Damer all way around ha hotzi patura valasur. That if a person would take it out for amot, it would be patura valasur. Lemati veti uftedrav, it should go against Ravat, the Amarava Mahvit Mithilata Bali so far. If someone moves something from one side of Fora Mot to the other side of Fora Mot, we alav Hayav. And you moved it uh, above ground tentifahimi, you're Hayav. And over here, you're Patura And the Gmar says Mikataneotsi, Patura Valasur. Does it say of you that if you took it out, you'd be Patura Vasur, Dilma Imotzi, Hayav Hat? Maybe over here it means Hayav Hatat. And you you can't bring a proof and you can't bring a contradiction to Rabbah from this sugya. Loya yamod adam b'shut The person can't stand in a shut yachid and make and uh, to reshut rabim and vice versa. Amar of Yosef he sh'tin If a person made or he uh, he spit into the other shut, heyav hatat. You have to give a korban. Uh, Yudre isur deoraita. Now the Gemara asks: Beha'ba'ina akira v'naham egal be'makom arba'ah ve'lekah. You have, to, you have to be standing on a place that has four uh, Tefahim by four tefahim, and you don't have that over here. You're only a person, you don't have four Tefahim by four Tefahim. Like my answer is, The fact that you need this action over here, the fact that you need this place right now makes this Imakom Hashuv, and it's as if it's four Tefahim. Because if you don't say that, you have a problem with what said. If a person threw from one rishut to the other shoot and it ended up in a dog's mouth, it ended up in a fire, and it got uh, destroyed. Now wait a second. You needed to end up in somewhere that is fortifahim, and you don't have that. It ended up in a fire. It ended up in a dog's mouth. You don't. You don't have fortifahim. Ela, you have to say The fact that you need this action right now, that you want this to happen, uh, you made this a makom You have to say the same thing over here. When if a person made or if a person split into the other issue, uh, you become a fortifach area. So now, by Rava, has a question. Okay, who If a person is standing in a and his ama. Sticking out in Reshut HaRabim. What's the halacha? Batar Akira aslinan Or Batar Yitzia Azlinan? Do we go by where it came from? Or do we go by where it came out from? And the Gemara answers, Take all. we're not sure. Now we learn in the Mishnah, V'khen lo yarok, A person should not spit. And Rabbi Yehuda says, if a, if a person has saliva in his mouth, He shouldn't walk for a until he spits. Now the Gemara understands from Rabbi Yehuda, but even though you didn't flip it, uh, you didn't move the saliva in your mouth, it's already not part of your body, and you'd be higher if you walked. The and the gemara has a problem. We learned in Masechet Kelim, haya ochel If a person is eating a dr- uh, fig, and you know they're stuck together, and his hands are be'adaim his hands are he didn't wash nitilat lati and your hands are lituma. And you you stuck your finger into your mouth. Uh, you wanted to you know you want to get a rock or something out of your mouth. Now this uh, this is the fig was not, it didn't have any water on it. It wasn't muchal tumah. The question now is is your saliva making it muchal tumah? Is it like it being in water? So Rabbi Meir Metameh he says yes. Your hands are second to tumah and you touched, and your saliva made the fig wet, you touched the fig, and now you're Rabbi Yossi is metaher, and you have to say, the Rabbi Meir holds that the saliva is not part of your body, therefore it's Makhshir the fig to become Tameh, and Rabbi metaher, says that the saliva is part of your body, and therefore it's not Makhshir the kabeltum Tum'ah, and therefore, it's tahor. Now, Rabbi Yehuda pechba Well, it depends. If you move the saliva around your bo- your mouth, now it's not connected to your body anymore. Now it's muchshal and now it can become tame. Loi pech It's just it is where it came from. You didn't move it around your mouth yet, and it's tahor. It wasn't muchshir the the fig to become tame. Now, in Masichet, Kelim, and Tum'ah, they said this in the name of Rabbi Huda, whether you moved the saliva in your mouth or you didn't, why didn't they say that over here in our Mishnah? So, Amar am Rabbi Hanan, really, the shita is switched. Rashi explains that originally, Rabbi Huda felt any saliva in your mouth is not part of your body, and therefore, if you walk amot with it, you'd be hayav. and then he switched it that only if he, if it flips in your mouth, then then he ends up holding like what he did, what he said in Masechet Kelim. Now, Rabbeinu Hanan El, he proves or he says that you got to switch to Tanaim, and you have to switch Rabbi Udan and Rabbi Meir Shita, and then the Mishnah Kelim would work with our Mishnah over here. Now the Gemara continues don't switch the sheita you don't have to say that Rabbi Yehuda went back or you don't have to switch the tanaim. what are we dealing over here talking about uh, phlegm, uh, pus anything that comes out when you cough or when you sneeze that wasn't a part of your body that was already on the way out now like my asks that any, th- any phlegm or any uh, Pus that came out of your throat, you shouldn't walk for a mot until you spit it. My lab doesn't it mean rock venitlash? Aren't we talking about saliva that has been disconnected from your body? The master says, No, that's not what we're talking about. Rather, we're talking about kiho venitlash. We're talking about pus or phlegm that has been separated from your body. Now the Gemara has a question, how are you going to split between regular saliva and any other phlegm? Phlegm that has been uh, disconnected from your body or it's in your, still in your mouth, but it's disconnected. Or even regular saliva that has been disconnected, it's still in your mouth. Don't walk for until you spit. And you see straight up that even in regular saliva, you don't have to move it around in your mouth in order to be hayav. Ela, you have to explain, you have to explain the way we explained from the beginning that the Shita has been switched. Either like Rashi says that Rabbi uh, Uda changed his uh, view, or you have to say, like Rabbi Hanan El that Yar Switch should be Meir and Rabbi Uda. Amarish a person who spits saliva phlegm in front of his rabbi, call me son, kol mavit anyone who hates me they love uh, they love death i don't say to those who hate me those who make me hate them when a person does something disrespectfully in front of a rabbi he he makes hashem hate them now the gemara asks a person is an anus it's not his fault that he has to sneeze not his fault that he has to cough the gemara explains no, we're only talking about uh, saliva and phlegm that you could spit somewhere else and do it respectfully and not do it in front of the rabbi. Things that out of control are out of control. Mishnah uh, starts. A person shouldn't stick out his uh, neck from his house and drink for something from a straw, something in a shuta rabim, or a shuta Why? Because you might bring that cup into your house. Or you might bring the cup outside and drink that way. Unless most of your body, your head, and most of your body go to wherever the cup is. And the same idea in a wine press. And the Gemara will explain what that means. Now the Gemara asks something very fundamental. Resha, the first Mishnah that we dealt with, said you're allowed to stand in one reshut and put your hand down to the other reshut and move something that goes according to Rabbanan the over here you're telling me about drinking you're not to drink from drink uh, with your body in one uh, reshut, and your in your head in another reshut. it goes according to Rabbi Meir I'm out of Yosef now our Mishnah over here the second Mishnah the one we just read we're talking about things that you need in wherever you are right now so I'm in the house and there's water outside I need water don't stick at your head and drink water because you're going to bring that beautiful water into your house and this goes according to, to everyone. And therefore, if we're not splitting. Uh, this could very well also be. So, I ask a question, Yeshiva. What would be the din if your head is in the if your body's in the or the rabim and your head is sticking out the karmelit uh, or vice versa? Meaning, it should both be asur. In the Carmelite, it should be mutar. Why? He gufa gezera. Taking something out from Carmelite, Reshut al-Yahid, Reshut rabim to Carmelite, is not a from the Torah. It's a gezera Hachamim, because you might come to it, right? nekum gezera, and now we're going to put another gezera on top of the gezera. So the fact that me not, not taking from a Carmelite, Reshut rabim is one gezera. Uh, me not uh, drinking from uh, Carmelite, another reshut, you're going to put another gezera? That's already too much. Therefore, I hold it smooth out. Why am I saying to to, to drink from a Carmelite to a Rashut Yahid rabim Asur? Because, look at our Mishnah. It says, says the same idea in a wine press. Aren't we talking about a case where the wine press is a little bit higher, not too high. It's on a Carmelite. And you're standing in Rashut Yahid, Rashut Rabbim, and you're putting your head out to the Gat. And you're drinking wine from the wine press? Rava Amar, no. Vechen bagat is not talking about hilchot shabbat. It's talking l'ainyan Masir. We know the rule is when in order for something to be mechayev to give trumot uh, and masrot, you have to take it out of the wine press. Anything in the wine press is not called real permanent uh, eating and drinking. It's called uh, temporary. Temporary. You don't have to give masrot. So if most of your body and your head is in the, the wine in the wine press area, then you could drink over there without giving masrot. <inaudible> and said, same, they said the same thing about our Mishnah. Vechen bagat is talking about the anian maser ditanan because we have a Mishnah It says shotin alagat ben uben upatur. A person can drink a wine in the wine press, whether it's cold, whether it's water. Meaning, you put cold water in it, hot water in it, it doesn't make a difference. You don't have to give any trumotan maasrot because it's called temporary eating and drinking. be <inaudible> meir. If you want to drink from that wine the wine press. Why? Because the minute you poured the cold water, hot water, whatever you poured in there, now you show that you this is a permanent drink. Well, depends. If you put hot water, now you have to give Trumot and maasrot Because hot water sort of ruined it. Meaning, even if it's no good, you can't put it back to fix. It's just no good. That's it. Why? Because if it's no good, uh, you'd put the rest back. So taking out that one is more like a tasting, it's not real drinking. Now the next Mishnah, A person can bring a bucket, hold the bucket, less than 10 Fahim from the ground, and have water come down from the gutter into the bucket. The bucket is considered in reshut Tarabim and the water is also when it comes down that low, it's already considered in reshut Tarabim Also, and you're allowed to do that. You're just not allowed to pick up the the uh, the bucket and move it up to where the gutter uh, has the water coming down. but if it's a regular pipe, you're allowed to uh, bring. You're allowed to bring uh, your. Uh, You'll have to bring your bucket all the way up to the, where the pipe ends. Even if it's above 10 tefahim, you'll have to even put your mouth over there and drink it. It's not a problem. And that's not called taking out from a shudah or a now the Gemara wants to understand. We said that I'm allowed to bring that bucket and leave that bucket below ten Fahim and have the water fall from the gutter into the bucket. in But to go bring the bucket up to where the uh, where the gutter ends and the water goes straight in. That's asur. Why am I not allowed to do that? Here we're talking about a gutter that is less than three Fahim uh, uh, from the from where the roof ends. The Pachot Anything that is street Fahim close to the roof is like the roof. And now the that gutter is considered a Shutahid, and you're a Rashut You're taking out from a Mamash from yahid and taking out into Rashut and Tanya Namiyachi, we learned this also in the Raitat, the less than three Fahim to the roof is considered part of the roof, and you're not allowed to get water from there. The person can stand in a tifachim. Pick up his hand, more than ten Fahim in the air. And, and pick up his hand where it's less than three fahim away from the roof. And you can get the rainwater. From his friend's roof as long as you don't uh, connect your bucket mamash to his gutter or to uh, the wall and tanya we have another right the person can't stand in the shooting pick up his hands more than 10 up in the air and pick up your hands with the bucket inside the less than three from a roof and uh, connect, let's say, your hand or your bucket to uh, to the, your friend's roof. Because that would be like a Reshut and you're taking it out from a Shrut Reshut Arabim, aval, kolet, hu, v'shoteh. You can get water from the air and drink as much as you want. That's already not considered, because the air is not considered your friend's Reshut. Now we learned in the Mishnah, minat sinor, mikol, makom, shoteh. From a regular pipe, you could uh, you could drink straight out of there, you could put your bucket straight next to the pipe, not a problem. Tana, and we learned the right. If this, if this uh, pipe is four by four tefahim wide and it's three tefahim tall, you're not allowed to connect a bucket to it and get the water from it. Now you become, uh, it becomes a situation like before where you're taking out from one reshut to the other. Now, because it became uh, like a carmelite. It's less than 10 tefahim. It's 4 tefahim wide. And therefore you can't uh, drink from it. It's uh, like It becomes like the situation from before. Okay. Now next Mishnah. Bor b'shut arabim v'choliyato. You have a hole in a shut arabim. And you, they took out the dirt and they made like a partition around the hole. And it's gavasat and it's now 10 to Fahim tall. It's 4 to Fahim wide. There's a window on top of it. They can put a bucket down into that hole and fill up water. Because when they pick it up, it's now going 10 to Fahim up in the air. And that is a Makom And they're allowed to bring from Makom Patur into their house. And a big pile of garbage. It is, four, is 10 to Fahim tall, 4 by 4. At uh, Fahim, it becomes Rashut Yahid and therefore, halon, gabaf, there's a window on top of that uh, trash area. Shofkhin, letokha, mayim they could throw dirty water to it on Shabbat because the water goes up in the air in a makom patur, uh, tante fahim, and it's muta to do that on Shabbat. The Rashban Ridva remind us that the Mishnah is talking about uh, specifically things that. We're not worried that they're going to fall into the Arabim and break, therefore, they said things like water and that makes the most sense. Or trash, that, that uh, we're not worried it's going to fall into the and you're going to come pick it up. Now, the Gemara trying to understand what are we discussing over here in the Mishnah? The hole is within fourth fahim of the house, then why do I need the hole to be 10 uh, with, the, with the partition around it, 10 fahim tall? Since it's so close to the house, it becomes like a makom patur. It should be able to carry even less than 10 tefahim from the ground. So the Gemara explains, Amara vuna, What's our Mishnah talking about? Bemufleged minakotel where this hole is 4 tefahim away from the wall. asara. And the only reason you have the eter is because uh, this hole plus the, the, area, the, the partition of dirt around it equals 10 tefahim. When you're bringing the water from that hole to your house, you're going over an area of ten Fahim, which is makom patur. holy Asara. But if you don't have then a partition of dirt around it, ten tefachim, kame al tel mershute a shute achida, rech shute rabim. If you're carrying from shute achida to shute going through shute rabim, and that's a problem. even if it's less than four Fahim away from the house. You're saying it should be like a makom Patur part of the house, and you don't need that whole uh, 10 tefahim high thing. You could even carry less than 10 tefahim from the ground. We're talking about a hole that's not 10 tefahim deep, it's maybe 5 tefahim deep, and the embankment or the area the partition of dirt that you put around it is 5 tefahim, and altogether that's 10 tefahim. And it's coming to the Hidush of the Mishnah is that the whole plus the area the, the embankment around it equals 10 and it could be considered a shudahid and you could uh, bring it from your house if it's uh, over 10 now the Mishnah goes into the garbage situation. If there's a garbage in a Arabim and there's a window on top of it, Tente Fahim, you could throw water in there. We're not worried that the garbage men are going to come and take out and clean up the whole garbage area. It's going to be lower than Tente Fahim high. And it's not going to be a Shutarabim anymore. It's going to be now like a Arabim. We're not worried if that happens, people are going to continue throwing water over there and they're going to be over on Isur Hotza'ah. Now, the question is, why are we not worried that that might happen? There was a maaseh, there was a mavoy that one side of it ended by the, uh, by the ocean. And of course, there was 10 tefahs, you know, height difference. Vetzidoh echad kaledashpa. Now the other side of the mavoi ended up in a trash area. I guess it was ten tefachim high. Obama ma asel d'finer and they came to this. The people of the mavoi came to Rebbe to ask him, Are we allowed to carry uh, with the lechi and the Quran in this type of situation? Velo amar, v'lo isur, v'lo itar. didn't say mutar. He didn't say asur. Heter. Lo amar bo. Why the hashin shemet we're always worried that you know the garbage men will come and they'll clean up the the garbage and you'll lower it and or or the with the, the other side with the sand maybe there'll be a little bit of, a, of waves and it's gonna knock down that uh, partition of sand or something and it's not gonna be Fahim anymore it's gonna be lower and you're not gonna have your mechitzah. On the other hand, isur la marbo he didn't say it's asur. Why Because at the end of the day you have your mechitzah straight out. So, if Rabi was worried in, over there that, that someone might take the trash and it's going to be less than 10 for him, why are we not worried about it over here? The, my answer uh, is, Rabi's worry was in a case where it was a private area. In a private area, a guy moves the trash, he doesn't want too much garbage in his area, and he'll move it. On the other hand, when it's a public uh, garbage area, it's meant to stay a public garbage area and no one's coming to clean it on Shabbat. The next Mishnah. Ilan she'ya you have like a willow tree where the branches are coming out and they're coming all the way down to the ground. And they, they sort of like created like a partition. If those branches are pretty close to the ground, they're not three over the ground, then telin tahtav, you can carry under that entire area of the tree. Because it's like, it ha- it's like it has four walls. <speaking in Hebrew> if it's a tree with roots that are coming out of the ground and they're more than three tefahim from the ground, don't sit on them on Shabbat Yom Tov. Because those roots are now par- become part of the tree. And you let us sit on the floor, but you can't sit on a tree. You can't use the tree on Shabbat or Yom Tov. that area was not enclosed for living purposes therefore you can't carry more than two se'ah under that tree and what's the reason you can't carry the entire area you can only carry two se'ah it becomes like a, a house or an apartment but it's only meant for security guards who want shade. It's not meant for mamash living area. We mishala. in any uh, house or apartment or living area that's only meant uh, to save you from the heat or you know just to protect you from the rain or whatever it may be. You can't carry under it more than two se'ah. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le Olam, Amen, Ve Amen.